Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best childhood trend? Top gaming console? Best blenders? Nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when they think they are right. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me as always is... Eric Shane. Hey, Tommy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. What are you Welcome home, man. I'm, I'm so I'm so yeah. glad that you're, you know, you're, you're come back from the East Coast, and how was your trip? Well... It, it was long. I enjoyed it, but there's just something about being like home with your things. Like I missed my computer and then I got yeah. home and, and then I realized I had nothing to do on my computer. It's just knowing that like my things are here. Yeah. It's <laughs> that weird doesn't how that give works. me like stress. Yeah. It's, it's weird. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, Yankee stadium was a disappointment, but See, this is what yeah, I want to hear yeah. about. You've mentioned this. I want to just, I want to talk about this for the next like hour, but obviously we've got other things to talk about. Well, first let's bring in our other host, Zach Rancourt. How you doing, Zach? Waterloo, baby. He's a, he's in a, he's <laughs> yeah, in a mood. A, don't, right. he's in a mood. Don't, <laughs> I don't mind know, him. I don't know the lyrics. It's just like when people sing uh, Ender Sandman, they just go, Excellent. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I had a really long day today, but uh, I went to the gym at like four, a lot later than I normally do. And um, I'm feeling good, feeling good in the neighborhood. So how are you guys? Tired, um, brother. That was a long week already, man. Yeah. It's only Tuesday. We're recording on yeah. Tuesday and it's already a long week. I'm ready for it to be done. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. That, rem- that reminds yeah. me. I don't work tomorrow. That's great. Right on. I totally forgot it, it was even Tuesday. Take advantage of that, Tom. Yankee Stadium. Let me talk about that. It's a real just <laughs> so the way that the, the stadium is like built, they have like an outer ring where you can like there's some concessions and then there's shops to get like jerseys and stuff. And then mm-hmm. on the inner ring, there's more concessions and stuff. But since it has that outer ring, it feels like the field is like con- compressed it was like the first thing that Whitney said to me when we were like looking out onto the field and it just, mm. I just didn't like it. I didn't, I don't know why it just, ugh. Yeah. and their beer selection was awful. Sounds like, uh, you know, th- there's gotta be a little spots for all the history, right? I mean, the statues, the entire <laughs> jerseys, the, the shrine of the great Yankees of the past, right? Well, those were probably in the part of the, the, the stadium that I didn't go to. Cause we only went to about half the stadium. Because, okay. Well, cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a walk around the stadium sort of guy. Whitney is, is more of a, where are our seats or can we find a location to just stand and watch the game? We don't need to be mm. walking all about. So maybe it was better on the other half that I just didn't see. <laughs> yeah. I would, I, I would think the whole point is to go see the history to be a part of it. I mean, I don't know. It's it's disappointing that it's just a place, you know, it's just it, another yeah, stadium. But what do you really expect in the long run? Of course, it's just a stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is it's just a stadium. And I understand yeah. that. But I thought I'd just be like wowed by it. Like, this is incredible. So the most annoying thing that someone can ask you is, have you listened to my podcast? Because everyone has a podcast. We do. Look at us. Uh, we do? Yeah, it's crazy. Weird. Now, the thing is, is you've got to find the podcasts that you enjoy. 
And aside from our show, do you think we, we can narrow it down just a little bit, guys? Think we can? Get yeah, it? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, we're going to try. Today, we're going to be doing top five podcasts. Uh, to enhance discussion, we didn't share our lists with each other. And by no means are we experts or historians in said category. We're just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. I am going to kick us off here. And this is going to be kind of lengthy because this one's going to be titled The McElroys. Because this is a podcast kind of empire, more so, because... There's plenty of podcasts by the McElroy brothers. The first podcast that I actually listened to from them was Eric was going to be doing D&D. And it's the first time I had done D&D since I was like 13. So I was like, I got to find a podcast and listen to it to get back into the D&D mindset. And that's when I found The Adventure Zone, which is not my, my podcast from them that I'm picking, but... It's a D&D podcast that they do with their dad. It's three brothers, uh, Griffin, Travis, and Justin. And they actually played the uh, the uh, Minds of Fandelver was, was their first like episode. They kind of, they wanted to play D&D. So they were just like, hey, let's just do this as a one-off thing on our podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is the podcast that I love. Um and then that turned into a whole thing where now they have like different seasons of Adventure Zone and everything. And that's crazy. That's a great podcast that everyone should listen to. But My Brother, My Brother and Me is a pod, uh, an advice podcast. And it sounds really boring, but what they do is they actually get the questions from Yahoo Answers and their, their listeners send it in. And it's the most ridiculous questions that people ask on Yahoo Answers. And they just riff off of it where they just do that for an hour and a half. Hmm. And it is hilarious. If you go onto YouTube, you can watch uh, their videos of animated them answering the questions. Some of them are just amazing. Hot Grapes is one you should search for. It's hilarious. It's about heating up grapes in the microwave <laughs> and it's just excellent. Why? Um, why, <laughs> why, would why, would do, you, why would you do that? Because somebody asked it on Yahoo. They were like, why don't we heat up grapes in the microwave? And because why would you? <laughs> that's, that is essentially what it comes down to is why would you, but we got to answer it. Like we're trying to actually help this person. Um, so yeah, they have all sorts of other podcasts. Uh, each, each brother has a podcast with their wife where Justin and Sydney have uh, Sawbones, which is a medical, uh, podcast where they take a topic like bloodletting or something like that and go through the history of those things. Um, Schmanners is a, a manners podcast. I've never listened to it cause it doesn't sound interesting to me. Um, and then wonderful is Griffin and Rachel McElroy. They it started out as a um, what's it called a uh, a bachelor podcast where they would watch Bachelor and talk about it. But then they realized, 
that the bachelor is awful and they decided they didn't want to do that anymore. And then it just became a, (laughs) it became a thing where they would just talk about things that are wonderful, like in their life, like they have small wonders, which is like, you know, the milk in the cereal bowl afterwards, that's a small wonder that makes you happy. And they have all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, I think, I think I've been rambling for long enough now. Um, (laughs) Oh, I will say on YouTube, the the brothers also have a YouTube uh, series. One's called Monsters Fact- Monster Factory. And it they take games that have character creations and they make just the m- biggest monsters <laughs> that a game will allow you to make. And it's beautiful and hilarious. Um, and then earlier today, I was uh, listening to Touch the Skyrim where Griffin is on it with a guy, I don't remember his name, and they try to break Skyrim by adding all of the add-ons that they can. (laughs) Yeah, every mod, and they just go crazy with it. It's great. So yeah, I enjoy just about everything that comes from the McElroys. Like, they're just three brothers from Huntington, West Virginia, they just they're just normal guys who started a podcast and I find them pretty cool. Right on, man. So it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I never heard of the the McGriffin McElroy or whatever they're called, the brothers. So yeah. that's 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 cool. Um it's it's all nerdy shit, which I like. And the only thing that would be really relevant for me would be the Skyrim one. But yeah, yeah, it is good. Um well and they also had a side podcast called uh, the McElroy brothers will be in Trolls 2. Mm-hmm. And they like, it, they talked it up enough and had like a like f- four or five episodes of it. And then the producers actually called them and they are in Trolls 2 World Tour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> where nice. They're, nice. they're just like <laughs> random trolls in it that have like one line, but cool. they're, they got in it by just I love having that. a podcast. <laughs> I love cool. that. That's, that's, that's great. That's awesome. Right so, Eric, how about you talk now that I talked for 20 minutes? Say, you know, I'm, I'm glad you did. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, no, I, I you know, I, I felt like I was really chatty the last one. So I wanted to give you space, <laughs> give you a little room here. I think I'm going to talk about how I like to start my day. I've mentioned in the last episode that I enjoy the news, you know, bit of a news junkie, but I don't have a whole lot of time to read the news or turn on the news like right first thing in the morning. You know, I'm flying out the door. I'm just getting my coffee. I'm getting my things ready to go. But I do subscribe to the New York Times. Uh, and you don't have to subscribe to get the daily podcast from the New York Times. Hell yeah. Right here, you know, it's on Spotify and it's on other other platforms as well. It's a perfect blast of news for your ride to work. You know, it's like a 20 minute little thing. It's what the news should sound like. It's, uh, you know, it's the biggest stories of our time. It's covered in real time. It's something it's what what's going on in your world. 20 minutes, 25 minutes, five days a week. It's ready by six in the morning. Um, It's if you want to kind of keep track, of keep pace of what's going on, then this is a good way to do it without having to commit a huge part of your evening. If you're busy in the evening, you don't want to sit down and watch the evening news, or if you don't have time during your day to crack open a newspaper and see what's going on, this is a good way to kind of keep pace, keep abreast of what's going on. So the daily podcast from the New York times, there's a couple others out there, but that's the one I prefer with Michael Barbaro. 
Yeah, it's got a few people on it, and uh, it's a. Uh, it's the journalists from the times basically discussing their own stories uh, as long as well as with uh, international uh, reporters as well, kind of checking in like the whole situation in Afghanistan right now. Do you know what's going on in Afghanistan right now? Do you know, there's something actually I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. (laughs) You've known your whole life. Something was going on in Afghanistan. Well, everything going on in Doha right now. So um, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know kind of what's going on about Taliban's advance and everything like that. Um, but is is it the, called is it the New York Times podcast? Because so the reason I ask yeah. is because they have one called The Daily from the New York Times, that, and, and it's that's Ma- what it's called. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's Michael Barbaro, mm-hmm. and he focuses like on twenty minute a specific thing, and then they give a little quick rundown at the end. That's the idea. That's what okay. it's called, The Daily. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. great podcast. I also subscribe to that, and it has some amazing stories, and it really breaks it down. And you're like, whoa, that was really good. Yeah, nice. Man. Sometimes you know, some people you know they're they're audio learners. They got to hear it. Oh, I, totally. You know, I respect that. Hey, do your thing. Just keep keep abreast. So, so what about uh, what about you, Zach? What do you uh, what do you like to listen to? Well, we're two peas in a pod there, Mister Shane, because I also like uh, like my news first thing in the morning, like my coffee. And so I listen to Up First. It is a NPR podcast, just kind of like the Daily. It is uh, shorter. It's about thirteen minutes, but it is probably like the sister podcast to the Daily. And Mm -hmm. um, it just gives a brief overview of the news. It started back in 2017. It's hosted by Rachel Martin, Noel King, Steve Inskeep and A. Martinez. And um, it's uh, really great. Um, You know, it's they have a good dynamic, quick little excerpts of kind of what's going on. So they'd have like four stories and they're each, you know, four minutes or something like that or three minutes. And they they break down some stuff like that just so it's it's current. You can kind of figure out what's going on. But uh, that's a really quick way to to uh, word vomit into your ear, basically. And yeah. you, you can pick up on things instead of reading it in a paper or instead of watching it on YouTube. I mean, when I whenever, excuse me, whenever I'm walking to the bus or I'm walking to the gym or I'm walking like to the store, I'll put on up first if I haven't listened to it for the day because it's a quick little 13 minute podcast. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the whole getting your news. Nice. Thing. Yeah. Good way. Good way to start your day. Keep keep in touch. With what's going on? Exactly. But uh, Thomas, you want to go to number two? Uh, yes. Do you guys ever feel like you just don't want to listen to a podcast because there's just so many episodes and you don't want to have to catch up on all that stuff? Sure. I've got the podcast for you because I believe there's only, I think, seven episodes of it. And it's been going for about six years now. Seven episodes over six years. So you, you also know how I was talking about the McElroy brothers before. Well, they're back. Uh, so, so they do a podcast with, uh, Tim Bott and Guy Montgomery who do the podcast, the worst idea of all time. And on that podcast, they watch a movie every week over and over again for 52 weeks and review it each week. They did like sex in the city two, <laughs> And I've never actually listened because I don't think I could take that much sex in the city too. But I do listen to Tell Death Do Us Blart. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Oh, boy. So they watch the movie Paul Blart 2 every American Thanksgiving. Because you got to say American because the other two guys, they're from Australia. So (laughs) every American Thanksgiving, they watch Paul Blart 2 and they review it. And 
it, like I listened to it because I think they had already done like three. So I was like, okay. So I listened to the first episode and it's just them talking about how much they hate Paul Blart too. Like it was, it's a bad movie. And then we get to year two and year two, some of them start liking the movie because it, it it's just weird. And they get these feelings and a mythos starts to be created in the Paul Blart universe, such as the Shadow Man. The Shadow Man is an entity who controls Paul Blart's life. And <laughs> he is played by the character who plays a piano while Paul, Paul Blart is being attacked by a bird. <laughs> and there's this whole thing about how the Shadow Man is, is making Paul Blart's life terrible. And... Mm. There's other theories about how Paul Blart is immortal because he's in these situations where normal people would die and he should, but he's fine. No big deal. And it just gets crazier and crazier with each year where they start to build on just what Paul Blart 2 is. And none of them have seen Paul Blart one. <laughs> so they're going into number two, just being like, we don't know why he's really in this situation, but it's beautiful to see the evolution of a terrible movie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I, I kind of love that. I mean, and, and I don't, you, I don't like the <laughs> negativity that goes with that. You know what that, I mean? That's like, yeah, the the sort of the the shitty tearing everybody down like what have you made lately kind of thing you know i don't know i don't but that it grew into something <laughs> weird and interesting that i kind of love i kind of dig that yeah where you just like know a movie so terrible but you're just like well wait a second let me look at this from a different angle <laughs> yeah now we're getting somewhere Ugh. All right. All right. I'll allow it. Zach, what do you think of that? I, I'm actually subscribed to it. I haven't listened to it, but uh, Tom told me to subscribe to it. And <laughs> I just haven't taken a plunge yet. I just don't know how much Paul Blurt I can take. So, yeah, you can take a lot. Don't worry. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, Eric, what's your second one? Is it is it Blart related? No, it's not. But it is <laughs> related to weird uh, a little bit of a uh, controversy. Uh, Joe Rogan experience. I uh, don't. Yeah, I don't listen to every episode. Uh, or you know, he has also on YouTube. I don't watch every. I don't listen to every single one of his episodes because, depending on what he's talking about or who his guests, I don't necessarily care. But one of the things I admire about Rogan is that he has such expansive interests that he talks to just about everybody. You know what I mean? Yes, that also means he occasionally platforms morons <laughs> and, 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 and conspiracy nuts and, and, and just toxic assholes. But he also has really cool people on there that you otherwise never would have heard of that. He just knows a guy who knows a guy. Uh, and you know, and, and, and he will platform anybody who's interesting, who wants to talk about something that is interesting. Now. Yeah. A lot of his podcast, he'll talk about MMA stuff, which I don't, follow MMA. I don't really care. Um, but it's hugely important to him. And he talks about, I had no idea he was so, you know, he was, he was a martial artist. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's, you know, he used to be, he used to buy into like the moon landing, you know, is, Oh, it's a big old hoax kind of thing. And, you know, he would talk to a guy like Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's like, well, it is bullshit, 
but it's important that you know why it's bullshit. And then he'll go through the list of, you know, skepticism and all that. And you'll see Rogan will kind of change it up a little bit. Yeah. Occasionally he'll buy into some silliness, but more often than not, he's, he'll just, he'll turn. The reason I respect him is he'll turn right around the following week and have, you know, a scientist or, you know, whomever from the, that field come onto his show to say, no, here's the context of why they think this. And here's what's really going down. Um, so I, I admire Joe for that. Uh, a lot of it's, it's really entertaining podcast than the podcast really right on i like it. yeah i'm not a huge joe rogan fan and i just know because he's he's kind of a douche at times but um i have heard some pretty good uh, he, he he's actually pumped out some pretty good um interviews on there i think he had quentin tarantino recently and i guess that one was supposed to be mm-hmm. really good too so yeah. well, I, would, I would i would probably check it out for that yeah I'm, I'm i'm not a bernie bro i wouldn't have cared i wouldn't have mm-hmm. or andrew yang or andrew yang i didn't uh, his, um, his, uh, you know, I've mentioned pod- politics, what third straight podcast in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Yang was talking about the uh, guaranteed income for people, which for America, that sounds just crazyville. Like, what are you kidding? That sounds, how would you pay for it? How much would it cost? Blah, 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 blah. But he talked about anyway, Rogan gave him a platform to come onto his show and say, Hey, Come talk to me about this because I don't understand what you mean. What do you mean about this? Right. He had a huge, huge long conversation with Bernie about democratic socialism versus European socialism versus Eastern European socialism. And he just gave him room to sit there and just have a conversation about it. When you're having these debates that are made for made for television and made for TV plugs, you don't really learn anything there. But if you get a chance to have a sit down and really spell out what you believe and why you believe what you believe, then you can find some commonality there. And Joe, he's not one of those guys, but he, he listens to him. He respects him. He gives them a platform to come and talk about it. So I, I find that admirable. Right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people like him. I just never really got behind him, but hell yeah. I hear it's, it's, it's very popular. So there's a reason why it's very popular. <laughs> right. It's not all it's not all incels and, you know, meat and toxic (laughs) meatheads there. There's 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 a bit of that on there, but it's not all that. Right. Yeah. Right. on. Well, Zach, what is your uh, next one? Well, I'm glad you asked, Tom. So um, I think back in 2014, uh, there was a show that kind of started uh, the whole podcast trend, in my opinion. I think that it was the the catalyst for the, the trend of everyone listening to podcasts. And that was Serial. Um, not like cereal, like you like to eat, Tom, but cereal as in like <laughs> a cereal killer or a cereal series. And anyhow, um, it stars Sarah Koenig. She it was a spinoff from This American Life, which was a fantastic podcast. But it's basically a investigative tale um, where they took a real life story and tried to play detective to see what they could uncover. There was a girl, uh, Heyman Lee in Baltimore at a high school and she got murdered. um, And her then boyfriend, Anad Saeed, he, um, he was pinned for the murder. And so he's currently in, in prison. But what Sarah Koenig was trying to prove is maybe that's not exactly it. And she kind of developed this friendship with Adnan. um, And it was a very kind of, um, I don't want to say Stockholm syndrome, but it it was an interesting take on it because she was showing bias, but she kind of was trying to not show bias. Um, It's incredibly intriguing and they have done 
a spinoff podcast of that or there have been imitations of it, but it was the first real true crime podcast that kind of came on, you know, seven years ago and really um, got everyone excited about podcasts. So if you haven't listened to Serial, I highly recommend it. There are three seasons. The first season is the best. And there was actually a follow up show on HBO where they were trying to get uh, Adnan was up for a appeal a couple of years ago and they were trying to follow him and see if they could uncover more evidence um, in this murder because they do not know who murdered her, um, but he was pinned for it. So it's just a it, it, it's a lot. It's heavy and it, it, it's very fascinating. So, yeah, serial. Check it out. Yeah, uh, I enjoy myself a true crime podcast. And for some mm. reason, I just couldn't get into Serial. I think I listened to the first two episodes and I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know what it was about it. I just, I was just not intrigued by it for some reason. And yeah, but I have, I listen to plenty of true crime podcasts. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's good. You should try it. You should uh, give it another shot. Just saying. Maybe I will. Cause it was a while <laughs> ago that I tried to listen to it. I've grown since then. Or don't, mm. or don't. Yeah, I, I might give that a try. I've never even heard of it. I, I might have to check that out. Yeah, you should. I, I think you might like it. It's, they, I mean, they even made like a Netflix spinoff show of it. Um, and uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it was really funny. So it's it's kind of like that whole just mentality. Like it's been spoofed a bunch too, like on Portlandia and, and Rick and Morty and whatnot. So yeah, but uh, Thomas, you want to give us your next one? Yes. Last week I brought up, uh, I even listened to some wrestling podcasts, even though I haven't watched wrestling since I was like 14. Well, here's the wrestling podcast. Uh, something to wrestle with. So <laughs> some, something to wrestle with is a podcast and it's hosted by Conrad Thompson, who's an insurance broker, <laughs> but his, his co-host is Bruce Pritchard. And you might know Bruce Pritchard as brother love from like the, late eighties, early nineties. He wore the white suit and had his face painted red. And he was also like one of the head, like uh creative people at uh, WWE off and on up until recently. I think he might be back working there. I'm not sure. Um, but it's just stories from his perspective on different things, it could be we're talking about uh, a wrestler's career or a year in the life of one wrestler who's like really big. So you have to like go year by year with them when it's like Undertaker in 1995. And then they also do pay-per-views and what specifically happened at those things or controversial things like the Montreal Screwjob where uh, Bret Hart lost the title when he was leaving the company and like his perspective of it. Um, and it's just, I like, even though I don't care about wrestling anymore, it's just hearing stories of the wrestling world still intrigues me because it's, it's a weird world where it's fake, but it's not fake because it's, it's really hard on your body and it, just hearing it from an insider's perspective is really enjoyable. I hear you, man. I don't give a rat's tit about wrestling, <laughs> but anybody I, who yeah. has that sort of that craft, that showmanship and craftsmanship that goes into doing that. Mm. Uh, if they show interest in that, I, uh, that's intriguing. I get that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't even know if I could name any current wrestlers right now. Neither could I. I used to be a big wrestling fan. I mean, I used to uh, get all the pay-per-views and stuff. And it's actually funny because my dad, uh, my brother and I were huge wrestling fans growing up in the 90s. Yeah. And my dad, when we were kids, he would put us to work every Sunday um, because pay-per-views were like 50, 60 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. on on that Sunday that the, the, the once a month pay-per-view was on, we'd be out in the morning, you know, seven or eight in the morning, pulling weeds, chopping down, I don't know, rhubarb or trimming trees and doing other work, washing cars, all that kind of shit. And he would make us work for it, which was really cool. Well, then in later life, not but maybe six years ago, because uh, he always had this friend that worked for Comcast and before Comcast, it was AT&T. Well, not but six years ago, I, I saw that friend and he he told me a story uh, that my dad basically put us to work for free labor because he would just call his friend and he would give him those pay-per-views for free. So my nice. dad was like, yeah, you guys need to go to work so we can pay so I can pay for this. And um, he was really just exploiting us. So. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty awesome but but yeah i used to uh, oh my god i was a huge wrestling fan man i was a huge wrestling fan i um, that's cool i watch the shit out of it so tom i subscribe to it just because i do want to regale in the stories of the montreal screw job and some other stuff like that i've definitely you know in years past i don't know if it was with you know friends or whatever where we had, had bought the pay-per-view it, it's an event it's a big damn deal yeah. you know and it's fun and that's when they're that's where their best stories are you know, that the main story beats of their seasons, as it were, happens on their pay-per-view events. Um, I can understand the appeal. I do. Right. Well, and like, I yeah. don't need it to be real. I know that banana Laffy Taffy isn't real banana, but I still love the shit out of it. It's delicious. Right. Or, or like Avengers Endgame isn't real, but that doesn't mean it isn't intriguing. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Right. Exactly. So. I didn't write the script, so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Eric, you yeah, want to go number yeah. three? Yeah, uh, speaking of insight, uh, the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> Pat McAfee. Uh, it uh, was a podcast. It still is a podcast. It form, it's in the form of a podcast, although it has been recently picked up by Sirius as a radio show, so I don't know if it technically counts. But I was listening to it back when it was just a regular old podcast and nobody, nobody gave a shit. Pat McAfee was just this funny dude that was on Twitter, <laughs> you know, and um, – <laughs> He for for those who don't know, he was a punter in the NFL for a lot of years for the Indianapolis Colts. He was one of the better punters in the NFL, and he 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 was an interesting cat. He had a personality. He was this punter who had like a superstar personality, uh, and people ended up picking up on that. He gave funny interviews. He did weird things on the field that the cameras picked up on. And when he got you know on social media, there they, on the end of his career. Uh, you know, he carried on with it and he turned it, he's turned it into a podcast, a very entertaining podcast where he interviews guys from around the league and he does a daily show basically on, uh, the issues around the league and, and in, you know, with sports as well. Um, and it's turned into a full blown, uh, sports radio talk show where it, it's one of, I think the most entertaining ones out there because you get that insight because he was a player. He will give you savage Peyton Manning stories, <laughs> you know, of just what a boss Peyton Manning was. He just owned that team when he was the quarterback there. Um, stuff like that, that you would never in a million years get from, you know, ESPN or the NFL Network. You would never get this kind of insight. But McAfee's like, yep, here it is. And then he'll give a platform for these players to come out and they'll, you know, they'll also reveal some stuff. Uh, Adam Vinatieri, when he retired, he retired on Pat McAfee show. 
Why? Because <laughs> McAfee was his buddy. Here's here's a guy. <laughs> Vinatieri is going to be a should be a first ballot Hall of Fame player as a kicker. Totally. Um, <laughs> He should be, but we'll see because he was a kicker and we'll see what the voters say about that. Anyway, um, yeah, he just shows up on McAfee and starts, you know, just talking his stuff. Um, it's a great show. Great insight. Uh, really entertaining. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. If you're a football fan, you should definitely be listening to Pat. Yeah, I, I've only uh, seen clips on YouTube from his show, which always entertained me it's always good um the one thing i hate most about sports is when players are talking because it's always the same thing so it's always refreshing to hear somebody like just talk like a normal person and like right just tell stories like a normal person it's uh it's infuriating i i always change the (laughs) channel if they're interviewing a player i can't stand it yeah. yeah, like bless Russell Wilson. He said he's, robot. That, man, that man's <laughs> never said anything ever. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a robot, man. Yeah, he, yeah, he, lo- love him, but he has never said a thing ever, never ever. So, uh, yeah, when um, when Michael Robinson was with the Seahawks and he had his uh, the real Rob report uh, on on his YouTube channel, he would do interviews inside the locker room with guys like Richard, a young Richard Sherman, you know, and uh, some of the other guys, and he would get more information and more insight from that show than any other show or any other radio show or news show or whatever anywhere else. So um, yeah, the uh, Pat McAfee show is a little bit or quite, quite a bit like that. It's uh, even if you're not a huge football fan, it's still really entertaining. So yep. The Pat McAfee show right on. Yeah, I definitely know who he is, and uh, I've seen some of his stuff, and it's funny. So, cool beans. It's right up your alley, too. Oh, yeah. Well, um, for my tis next... Tis the season. Tis the season. For for my next one, I am going to the depths of the internet, and there is this amazing show that started back in 2014 that uh, features stories about how people sh- uh, shape the internet and how kind of the internet shapes people, basically. Um and that's the tagline for it. But uh, it is called Reply All. It is hosted by Alex Goldman and Emmanuel Dotsy. I, I never say his last name. Um, we'll just say Emmanuel. But it's it's fantastic. Uh, they take breaks here and there. But it's real. It's real good audio quality. Uh, Spotify actually, I think, is uh, the f- the presenter of it now, or they're sponsored by Spotify. But uh, their best episode that I've heard in, in quite some time was a uh, breakdown of QAnon how QAnon started, and it is fascinating. Um, really, really recommend that one. They just did a TikTok one and how the algorithms of TikTok actually work and how they're probably some of the best personalized algorithms out there. So it's it, it's really neat. But yeah, you, you guys should definitely check out Reply All. They're about 30 minute episodes, um, real kind of personal uh, stories from the internet. And it's um, it's fascinating. I could get behind that. Yeah, yeah, I think I could. I could uh, yeah, you'd 100%. really like it. You should listen to the QAnon one. I'm sure you know enough about QAnon, but like, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's good. They they talk to that that guy that founded it um, who started like 8chan basically. And yeah, it's uh, oh boy, it gets it gets pretty gnarly. And they do a really good job of um, it'll piss you off too. how yep. many people take it seriously knowing yep. that it was basically a, a, a joke. Yep. And it they do started off as a, as a hoax of its own and it's turned into something crazy. Yeah. And they do a really good job of, of, of staying um, a little more biased to this, the, the idea of um, 
intelligence. <laughs> yeah. And and not like the there's a documentary on HBO about QAnon that seemed way more in favor of QAnon. And it was kind of almost like, well, we just don't know what what if they are having, you know, yeah. the Pizzagate thing is real. And it's like, oh, fuck right off, you know, for so, fuck's sake. Yeah. So reply all gives you uh, they approach it from this non-biased way, but they're also kind of like, look, use your brain. Like, this is not yeah. real sort of thing. So really good. Yeah. Facts are the center. They're oh not yeah. the left. They're not the right. The facts are the center, how you feel about it and what you want to do about it. That's what determines whether you're left or right. But the facts themselves are the center. We don't have to sit here and pretend that there's two sides to, you know, to a fact just because there's a whole group of people who want to deny that it's real. That balance is irrelevant. Totally. That's, you know, balance is unnecessary. So, yeah. So reply all has has it all. It's great. But uh, Thomas, nice. reply all. You, you want to go number four, Thomas? I Tom, can go Tom. number four. Number four. Okay. That's two number two. S- so this podcast, me and my wife were watching a movie, um, and it had Freddie Prince Jr. in it. And I think it was the one where he, uh, Julia Stiles was in it. I don't remember the name of it. She's all that. Nope. Oh, wait, Freddie Prince Jr.? And she, yeah. Julia Stiles? I don't yeah, know, I don't it, know what that is. It, it's like a romantic comedy, you know, because yeah. that's what he did. In I'm 90s. Googling it. Um, and then... She was doing she, when we're watching movies and she gets like interested in something, she'll just like Google it and start researching. And so she was looking up Freddie Prince Jr. and seeing what he was up to. And she was like, Did you know Freddie Prince Jr. has a podcast? And I was like, Why would I know that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't seen Freddie Prince Jr. since she's all that. Mm-hmm, and she was movie. like, Okay, well, he has a podcast with a, a guy named Josh Wolf, who's a comedian. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a listen. And so I listened to the first episode of Prince and the Wolf. And there is so much that I didn't know. I, I didn't know anything about Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. And I didn't know like how much of a nerd he is. Yeah. Like how like into like video games and D and D and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he's a dude. Yeah, he's like a cool guy. I always just just, thought he was like Freddie Prince Jr. from the movies. I don't know. Well, that was when we were teenagers, and that's when all the you know all the girls we were with was just like, yeah, my guy, he's you know. (laughs) Yeah, but no, Freddie Prince Jr. He's a real cool guy, and I would love to hang out with him. He's also super good at jujitsu and just interesting. He has very strong opinions about Star Wars. Yes. That are just like he really believes in the force and how the force works is all about balance. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, you see these things happening in it. And it's just like, wow, I didn't know so I, Prince Jr. was a bigger nerd than I was. So I take it he has very strong opinions about The Last Jedi and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, it, I surprisingly, bet he has very strong. Okay. So he actually, his opinion on a lot of it is. If you don't like it, that yeah. sucks. But exactly, th- whatever. It's a it's movie. Not, it's, not like, pro- it's not your property. Yeah. It's it's probably someone else's idea. Yeah, probably because he's been on the. And the movie you're thinking of is called Down to You. Came out in 2000. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, also had also had <laughs> Ashton Kutcher and Selma Blair and Rosario sure. Dawson were also in that movie. Why not? Um, <laughs> why? Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I. He's been on that side of it. You know, he's a professional actor. He's. You know, he's had people shit all over him just because they didn't like the movie and it gets like hey i'm you know i 
I played it apart. Like I read my lines and I did the best I could. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? uh, I can completely one of my, get that. You know, one of my favorite things that he said was like, people were like, Oh, you did like Scooby-Doo too. Like, why did you do that? And he was like, if you saw that many zeros, you would too. Like he's a professional a actor. Of, like those, uh, there were like a lot of zeros on that check. And all I had to do was go and pretend to be a character. I'd already been. So yeah, it's why like, wouldn't I do number two? You understand? I do this for a living, right? This is my job. This is how I pay bills. This is how I build my future and take care of my kids. And I get like, to do it on set with my wife. Cause she's in the movie too. Why would I not accept this money? Sarah Michelle Your Keller. Idiots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. People. Yeah. Unfair, completely unfair criticism. Yeah, Freddie Prince is awesome. Yeah, uh, I also have his cookbook. It's over on my, uh, yeah, in my kitchen. He was also to... James Vega in Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect uh, uh, Legendary Edition just came out. He is recently. also the Iron Bull from the uh, Dragon Age games. He's also in Wing Didn't Commander. He... <laughs> yes, he was oh, in Wing course, Commander. Yeah. yeah, of course yeah. he was. Um, oh, Wing Commander! I, I hate it and I love it. I don't know. I just hate it and I love it. And the podcast is just him and Josh Wolf just kind of like telling stories about things. Like they're not even, there's not like a structure really to it. It's just like, Hey, yeah. w- what happened to you this weekend? And then they just kind of branch off into things and it's just, it's just fun just they, to listen to him talk. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You just bro out, you know? Yeah. Cool. So, so yeah, Eric, what do you got? Well, I have uh, a little more structured uh, story podcast. It's called Risk, True Tales Boldly Told. Um, If you like The Moth or This American Life or Snap Judgment, um, you can take a walk on the wilder side a little bit here with Risk. Uh, It's got a colorful host, uh, Kevin Allison. Uh, He's from the comedy group The State. Um, This show is uncensored. It's where people come on and they tell jaw-dropping true stories that they never thought they would share in public. Some of them are hilarious and some of them are absolutely heart-wrenching and heartbreaking and the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. And some things are just almost, uh, you know, spooky and scary and, but they all feel real because they are, these are real stories and it's a little reader's digest, but for, you know, uncensored readers digest. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, people who can tell you, you've probably met guys in your life or gals in your life where they're just really naturally good storytellers. Like, Oh man, I got to tell you about my trip to the airport. And you're like, Oh, get through it. But then they're talking for 10 minutes and you're actually invested in their story. I don't know if you've ever known anyone like that, but that's who these people are. That's one of my life goals, actually, Eric, because I, I was a big fan of the moth and I almost put the moth podcast on my list, but I haven't listened to it in years. But I mean, I remember listening to one that they recorded a live tape in Seattle and just some of those stories were so t- heart wrenching and, and just so beautifully told. And I've always wanted to uh, be better at public speaking in that sense or it, yeah. the idea of because sometimes I'll, I'll hit my mark and people will really be hanging on to every word, but I have yeah. a hard time finishing. Um, so it's, um, I need to, I, I need more like this. I actually just subscribed to risk cause it sounds awesome. Yeah, good. I'm glad you did. It's really cool. I enjoy it. And I am, I'm with you on that one too. Uh, the oratory, I can write my ass off, but oratory is like, eh, I got kind of a nasally drone going on here. And like, eh, how does the story naturally finish? And you gotta have a little improv cause you're working off of an audience, you know, you're, you're sort of pulling them into it. It's, you know, it's tough being an orator. Orator is tough, but 
these guys do a masterful job. I dig it. So, I really like that. I like the whole Zach. idea of storytelling and stuff. So me too. Um, cool. Well, my fourth one. Um, so I have a movie podcast It is called the don't be crazy podcast and I love film. It is very, uh, during my formative years, I grew up with film and it really kind of shaped who I am and it is a, a passion of mine. Um, so how I kind of base or, or, or get inspiration for the don't be crazy podcast is by watching one of these two shows. And the first one, my number four pick is the rewatchables. It is from 2017. It is hosted uh, by Bill Simmons of the ringer. Uh, he is a big sports guy who also is a cinephile and just incredibly knowledgeable. Uh, he hosts it with Chris Ryan and Sean Fennessy. And they have become very, very popular. But uh, I mean, obviously, the ringer helped out a lot. They usually have some really excellent guests on there. Like Mina Kimes was on the Sandlot episode and she was awesome. Nice. She was just phenomenal. So uh, lots of awesome special guests. I'm sure Pat McAfee could be on it one day because that would be hilarious. But um, yeah, but yeah, they, they break down. Uh, it's, it's, it's once a week, I believe. Um, but it, it's, it's all movies that we love. And so like they, the most recent episode was super bad. And it's just, I mean, they're saying everything that I think about Superbad, and I love it. Um, when I prepare for my podcast, I like to listen to that to get some ideas. I don't steal the ideas, but I mean, you know, every every great, great work of art gets inspiration from others. And so they kind of realign my beliefs in something. And uh, it, 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 it's really great. Some of them can be long, you know, like an hour and a half long, but it's totally, totally uh, listenable and it makes me want to rewatch, you know, hence the name, the rewatchables, rewatch the movies. But uh, yeah, if you are a fan of of just some knowledgeable people and good movies, the rewatchables. Love it. Great, great idea. Thanks for sharing with that. I, I want to check that out. Yeah, it is a uh, fan freaking tastic. Tom, want to go well, with your last one? Yeah, and I'm going to go in the opposite direction. Whoa. Okay. Um, so this all was, right. This was the very first podcast I ever started listening to, okay. and you guys know me. I love bad movies. I know. There's I know no- that about you. There's nothing better than a bad movie. And how did this get made? Is a podcast that just warms my heart <laughs> because they talk about all those movies, and sometimes, sometimes. You know, it's it's about how bad a movie is, but sometimes it's also about how great a bad movie is because you have your Judge Dreads of the world and you've got your Hell Comes to Frogtown, which is still, oh, in my God. opinion, a good movie. Get out of here. Or you, or you got <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Like these are all great movies. Yeah. In a bad, bad way. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's it's nice to hear professional comedians who are very good at getting their feelings out about these bad movies. Pride and Prejudice um, and Zombies. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. So it's it's hosted by Paul Shear, Jason Manzoukas, and June Diane Raphael. And I had been I've seen Paul Shear and Jason Manzoukas on the league for yeah. years. They're great. And I was like, when I found out they had a podcast, I was just like, I'm all in. I'm going to listen to Rafi just (laughs) talking about movies. That's great. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. And it really is. And just hearing like them be like bewildered by a movie like Leprechaun in the hood, (laughs) because (laughs) it's just like such a ridiculous premise. And yeah, I, 
it this got has me into ex- podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this, I feel like that would be right up Zach's alley because it just feels like here's again, here's some insight. You know, these are guys who do <laughs> who act for a living. These guys understand the creative process that goes into taking a screenplay or whatever have you, and and going through the process of putting it on fi- on film for consumption. <laughs> Somewhere along the way, somebody in several somebody's greenlit all of those projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I actually do. I, I do listen to How Did This Get Made. I haven't listened in a while because sometimes Jason Manzukas can annoy the shit out of me. He's he's funny, but uh, I actually like June the best. And um, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've listened to it, though. But they have had some really good episodes. Cool. Oh, some outstanding episodes. Yeah, they, nice. they they went to Chicago and they did Space Jam and they tore it apart. And of course, you know, Chicago, yeah. the Bulls, they were like, boo, all the fans. <laughs> so I saw, yeah. I saw <laughs> it was a Harry Potter meme. It was Space Jam where it showed LeBron next to Bugs and then it showed Harry Potter. How dare you? How dare you stand where he stood? Oh, God. <laughs> People need to stop acting like Space Jam was fucking Schindler's List or, or the no, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a yeah, shitty movie, but better. I still liked it I as mean, a kid. So, but I mean, the Bill new, Murray was in it. So, yeah, the new the new Space Jam was great. I, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was it was a fun kids movie. And that's what we need to remember. It's a kids movie. But anyways, good, good that's choice, fair. Tom. I like that podcast. Harmless fun. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Harmless, wholesome fun. Nothing wrong with that. Eric, what is your fifth one? Well, you know, I'm going to actually <laughs> I'm going to have an honorable mention here to, to key in on the harmless, wholesome fun. There's a new podcast that just came out in May. It's newer than our podcast, and it's just a couple of guys hanging out. A couple of bros by the name of Don, Dominic Moynihan and Billy Boyd. <laughs> and their podcast is called The Friendship Onion. <laughs> they just went on Colbert. Uh, talking about it and Colbert went on their show as a special guest. They also had a, a an unexpected guest in Elijah Wood had a couple episodes with him. <laughs> um, they end up talking quite a bit about Lord of the Rings just because that's how, how they originally met was on Lord of the Rings. And a lot of what they talk about kind of keeps time back into that and little shots at Peter Jack, fun little shots at Peter Jackson and the coworker, you know, people they were with and, um, it's, I've listened to a few episodes today just for fun. Uh, it's a fun little, uh, podcast, just a couple of bros hanging out. Why did they create this podcast? Because they've been wanting to do something together forever. And they said, screw it. Why not? Right on. So <laughs> I figured you guys would be interested yeah. in that. The friendship onion, Don Moynihan mm-hmm. and Billy Boyd. Okay. So that's wholesome fun for the whole family. <laughs> My, my fifth entry is actually my favorite podcast uh, of all time. It's my go-to. It's a little less wholesome fun. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh, yeah. I love I love me some Dan Carlin. Um, I'm a history buff, just like I'm a news buff, politics buff. History is one of my first loves when it comes to nonfiction. Um, he has episodes all over the place. He has some deep ancient stuff with the uh, Assyrians and he's got some more recent stuff with world war two, world war one. He had, I think a six part series recently or within the last couple of years on world war one that told the entire story of world war one. You don't talk about it as much anymore because you don't, you know, world war two was much bigger. It was the largest conflict in human history by far. And so it overshadows World War One. Why is it so important? Because, well, without World War One, there wouldn't have been a World War Two. <laughs> he starts off that particular series with who's the most important person of the last century? 
And he says his argument is Gavrilo Princip. On the historical timeline, Gavrilo Princip is a nobody. He's just some just some Serbian kid who ended up shooting Franz Ferdinand and his wife and ended up due to a series of uh, honor, uh, a series of, of treaties, this country invaded that country. And so this country had to respond and that country had to respond to the other country. And before you know it, millions are dead within weeks, millions are dead and Europe is in flames. And the end of that war saw the creation of the modern Middle East because the Ottoman Empire disappeared. It was no longer there. So you got the Pikes, uh, Sykes-Picot Agreement, which created uh, Syria and Iraq and um, uh, Jordan and uh, that whole area there. And why, what do you have with the terrorists coming out of there now? ISIS, a lot of it had its roots 100 years ago. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the problems you'll have with Israel and Palestine and all that had its roots from over a hundred years ago. And so that's just one little key aspect of hardcore history. Just that he, he finds these cool little historical nuggets and draws it into, he asks these bigger questions that you most, you're not going to come across in your regular history books. And he tells it in a way that's sort of narrative. History is not dry. It's not boring. It is fascinating if told correctly. And he tells it correctly. He tells huge transits, uh, transitive periods of history um, that you otherwise don't think about that. You wouldn't, you know, give a whole lot of thought of um, from the fall of uh, Rome in Western Europe, all the way to the rise of um, uh, Charlemagne and uh, into the Viking age, that whole area called the European dark age. He covers that in something called Thor's Angels. And essentially, it's an episode, it's a four-hour episode, is basically the premise of the episode is, how did Jesus become more like Thor? How did Christianity become weaponized and militarized? And he basically tells the story of how it happened, and it's amazing. Thor's Angels. So he's got episodes from from years and years he's been at this. Uh, he, he does, it's not a regular thing. He will, he really does. He, when he does an episode, he's got like a book list. He releases of 30 to 50 books that he read that he uses, uh, as his, his notes <laughs> for his, uh, episodes. Um, he really does his work, man. Um, you should definitely find something in there that intrigues you. If you've ever been interested in like the Mongols, he's got a five part history on the Mongols. If there's, there's something in there for you, if there's any sort of histor- history at all that fascinates you, he's probably talked about it at some point or another. Go find it and give him a listen. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Yeah, I subscribe to it. Um, I've listened to one episode. They're just very long. That's the only thing. But uh, he does have a very yeah. good way of, of uh, explaining things. So I really, yeah, it's a, it's a good show. Yeah, he's and talked I, about in the past. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I just added it. <laughs> Yeah, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did. He he's talked about it in the past, where it's like I, I try to. He has his what he calls blitz editions, where <laughs> he really is focusing up on just keeping it to an hour, hour and a half. But the problem is, is once he gets into it, he's like, ah, oh, God, I can't say this without talking about this too, because context is key, and 
And next thing you know, he's got a, you know, something that he meant for an hour and a half. He's going on for four hours and he realizes he needs three more episodes just that just as long to get into it. And now he's got this whole thing. So I feel that. <laughs> anyway, so that's my fifth and final one. What about you there, Zach? Right on. Uh, so my fifth one um, is the second part of uh, my inspiration for my Don't Be Crazy podcast movies. It is called uh, Show Me the Meaning, and it is from Wisecrack. Wisecrack started out as a YouTube channel. They are very, very insightful. They It's the intersection of philosophical ideas with film, and then they kind of branch off to other things like societal norms and whatnot. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very intriguing. It started back in 2017 and is uh, hosted by the Wisecrack founder, Jared Bauer. He has since left. But yeah, his co-hosts Ryan Haley and Austin Hayden are the uh, the showrunners now. But um, another real inspiration for how I kind of run my show, um, and it's it's just incredibly insightful. At times, I feel like I need a dictionary when they're talking because I'm like, wait, what did they say? And uh, they really break it down uh, certain films and and also kind of speak to me. They're they're saying everything that I am thinking about a movie in just a more elaborate way. But um, yeah. I really enjoy it. It's called Show Me the Meaning. Show me the meaning there you go. of being Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one who thought, okay. I, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is okay. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. And then uh, real quick, what preferred platform do you guys like to listen to your podcast on? Uh, Spotify and YouTube. Nice. Uh, I use an app called Podcast Republic. Because Weird. when I searched podcasts, when I downloaded my first, how did this get made? That's the first one that showed up. Oh, I'm an so, Apple podcast yeah. guy, but Spotify is also a very close second. Mm. Nice. Yeah. But, um, cool. Yeah. So- it reminds me, I got to access my, I had the, the platform they had for Apple for a long time. Cause I had it. Um, I can't even think of it off the top of my head. I'm so tired. Um, for all your music and all your podcasts and you know, Apple music, iTunes. Yeah. iTunes. That's it. I, yeah, yeah. It's called Apple music now. Oh, see, I didn't even know that I haven't accessed my iTunes in years and I bought a whole bunch of stuff. that's on there. I'm going to see if I can yeah. get access to it and get it on my computer, there get it go. on my Android. Which is much better platform. All right. Well, so to <laughs> recap our list, we have Thomas has my brother and my brother and me uh, till death do us blart something to wrestle with Prince and the wolf. How did this get made? Eric has the daily, the Joe Rogan Experience, The Pat McAfee Show, Risk, True Tales, Boldly Told, and Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Um, Zach has up first, Serial, Reply All, The Rewatchables, and Show Me the Meaning. Well, that was a great, great list, folks, and I think we each took some ideas from each other, and I am now subscribed to two new podcasts. Nice. I, I believe I added three. <laughs> right on. Cool. All right, Tom, you want to take us home? I sure do. Alrighty. Thank you for tuning in to Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at TomTop5, and at eShane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even if you think you're right. And Zach will say something to end the show. <laughs> so there is we go. It, is this thing <laughs> well you're saying? Done. I am. I said it and it's done. But uh, I appreciate oh, y'all. Goodness. Go listen to the Don't Be Crazy podcast. It's great and it's funny and it's sexy. And that's the most important thing. So 
Oh, also the top five podcast is my favorite podcast. Well, I mean, they're listening to it right now, so it's like inception. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, see you guys later. All right. Let it. Bye.